Welcome to the Mindful Life Podcast. Join me, your host, Marianne Eve, mental health social worker and mindfulness educator, as I navigate living my best life with the intention to educate and raise the collective consciousness around the benefits of living a mindful life. Each week via the Mindful Life Podcast, I will bring to you a range of content, including special guests that explore mindfulness, mindset, and mental health. Are you feeling tired or are you under stress? Are you overloaded or just generally feeling overwhelmed? Well, I'm really excited to share a very special stress reduction tool that I've been using and recommending to my clients for a number of years. Calm is the number one app for meditation, relaxation and sleep. With over 21 million downloads and achieving the Apple App of the Year in 2017, Calm is so perfectly aligned with all that I do as a mental health professional and all that I teach here at the Mindful Life Podcast. It is the perfect stress relief strategy and the perfect mindfulness tool. The app has so many fantastic and easy to use features, including Daily Calm, a brand new 10 minute meditation every day, 100 plus guided meditations covering anxiety, focus, gratitude, and so much more. 80 plus sleep stories to settle the mind and relax the body. Exclusive music tracks for focus, relaxation, and sleep. Calm Masterclass featuring world-renowned mindfulness experts. My personal favorites include sleep stories, and I've recently discovered Calm Music, which I have on a continuous loop at my practice, in counseling sessions, and in classes. I also love the Calm Masterclass videos, which cover some fantastic topics, including gratitude, happiness, and mindful eating. And not to mention all the great features the app now offers for kids, including sleep stories, meditations, and lullabies. I'm so very excited to be partnering with Calm to bring you, my listeners, some amazing offers. Calm is so generously offering the Mindful Life podcast listeners a free four-week subscription to the Calm Premium app. All you need to do is head to the following link, calm.com forward slash calm health trial. That's calm.com forward slash calm health trial. And just follow the prompts to enjoy your free four-week trial of Calm Premium. You'll be feeling calm, relaxed and at peace in no time. The Mindful Life podcast acknowledges the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast was recorded. We recognise their continuing connection to land, water and community and pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Please be advised that meditation is not for everyone and in some participants, particularly those with a clinical or serious mental health disorder, the practice of meditation may sometimes increase the level of distress or exacerbate symptoms. However, this is rare. If you feel you may fit into this category, it is advisable that you consult with your health professional prior to engaging in meditation practices. Hello and thanks for joining me for episode number nine of the Mindful Life podcast. 
In today's episode, I introduce listeners to the amazing talents of sound healer Elise Clark Pearman of Solistic Sounds. Along with explaining her beautiful craft, Elise also takes us through a calming sound healing therapy session that involves the use of a range of singing bowls, bells, drums, and Elise's stunning voice. Sound healing is a natural form of therapy that utilizes vibrations to instill calm and promote healing. Sound healing has been proven to be effective in improving both physical and mental health and well-being. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the beautiful solistic sounds of Elise Clark Pearman. Welcome Elise, thanks for coming along to have a bit of a chat um, on my podcast. I'm here today with Elise who is a sound healer. So Elise, did you want to start by telling the listeners a little bit about yourself? Hi, yeah, I am Elise. I am a sound healer. I've been doing sound healing for uh, the past sort of seven years or so and uh, my history is in based of as a musician. I had had an interest in the benefits of how sound affects the body and the mind and that sort of started my journey which I'll go into a little bit later. Just to start off with today I was going to start through a small meditation that I run sessions on a fortnightly basis locally and also in other suburbs around Melbourne so we'll start off with that. Uh, if you're listening, you're welcome to just uh, take a moment to close your eyes. And we're going to just take three deep breaths in. And let go.
yourself back, become aware of your hands, aware of your feet, take notice of your breath, and when you're ready, you might open your eyes. Beautiful, Elise. Thank you so much. I've been lucky enough to attend a couple of um, Elise's sound healing sessions. Um, and I always find them so beautiful, so calming and relaxing. And I was saying to Elise that I woke this morning feeling a bit anxious. I had a lot on my plate today. Um, and now I feel calm. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that, Elise? Why do I now feel calm? 
Well, so sound uh, healing or sound therapy, as some people may know of, it works on both your uh, emotional state as well as your physical state as well. Uh, it works with the different brain waves in, in the body. Uh, when you're working with sound therapy, you're working with uh, different frequencies that uh, help with your brain waves, such as your alpha uh, or your theta mm. or your delta waves. Each one of those um, have all different functions within our body and our an emotional state, as well as how our physical and it all interconnects. Everything mm. within our body, from an emotional state right to our uh, physical feelings that we have a lot of it is they're all interconnected in one way or another uh, I've particularly noticed that when running my sessions and that people will have certain sounds that will s trigger certain emotions mm. within them and that's one thing that that they may find that um, one of the singing bowls that I play will bring up fear or a form of sadness or that they even get um, visualizations from a certain point of trauma within them to help bring up and, and release what's been going on within them so just for some people that um, aren't quite as aware of with your different brain waves such as your your alpha and your theta so alpha uh, your alpha brain waves they control like your creativity they're really great for when it comes to reducing depression, anxiety, a lot of um, mental illness. So th those uh, frequencies and tones really help to bring down those symptoms mm -hmm. for a lot of people. And that's why after a sound therapy, if you're feeling anxious mm -hmm. or feeling overwhelmed, that when I'm playing those certain sounds that it will help to bring that down and bring you into more of an alpha state of brainwave. Well, I found once you started singing, mm. well, do you even call it, is it called singing or is it chanting or? So that, um, I sort of did a, a mix between, most of it was what you call toning. Right. Uh, then chanting, so that's a little bit different, uh, using um, different mantras is generally what a lot of people do with their chanting or just simply chanting OM, that's a form. So I sort of did a bit of a mix to sort of show mm. with the different. That's what hits the spot for me. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I, I felt like my cortisol just drop once yeah. I heard your beautiful voice. Yeah. I love, look, so what Elise has got in front of her is four singing bowls is it what we call them singing bowls? yeah so there's three of them are tibetan handmade tibetan singing bowls that i actually uh it was a tibetan monk that who handmade them himself oh that's very so, special yeah so um yeah it was really beautiful so i'd done a, a retreat with him uh years ago uh and it was all more on mantra mm. and chants so yeah, I um, I purchased those off him, and then today I've just got one of a crystal singing bowl, which is all it's quartz. So it's um, heated at a certain temperature, 
and then it's molded to a certain frequency. Because that has a very distinct sound, the, the crystal quartz yeah. one, doesn't it? Yeah, so that's actually works a lot with your your delta oh, and what was the delta again what's that so for? so like your delta that's um for like healing so when your body when you're in sleep and the healing and regeneration of the body right so that's and and that's why it's so important that we have a full amount of that eight hour sleep mm. because our organs and our body go through a full cycle so your, your delta brain waves actually help with that process yep. and that cycle so the, uh, but a lot of people will find it's also the the frequency is connected to the heart so oh. if anyone's got any sadness tends to find that that'll bring that up uh, yep. for this particular bowl so uh, and with your like crystal bowls they're made more to specific uh, sounds and frequencies rather than like your Tibetan bowls they're made of seven different metals so the the vibration and the harmonies that actually come off them uh, are different in how the body reacts mm. to it again so do you at least have like a script that you follow or do you just I don't know go with the flow whatever you feel like um, is it a routine I guess is what I'm asking yeah, well, I guess it, it, um, over the years it has been. When I first, it was all very experimental. I sort of, when I um, was exploring into sound healing, it sort of just, it wasn't something that I was searching for by no means. I, I as a, a younger teenager, I suffered a lot from high anxiety and mm. depression. And when I was 16, I actually went through uh, a minor breakdown myself. Mm. And I had a lot of, um, I, I, music was a, a massive part of my life mm. and I used that a lot for my own therapy and was really quite fascinated in my later um, secondary years of how it affected the body and why we felt the way we did and that music is such a universal you know even if it's different genres we all love music to one way. Said that. <laughs> but it, it's such a it's like a universal language and yeah. it, it really I was always very fascinated by that uh, and for a period of time in my life I completely gave up music and I all of my anxiety and depression was really really bad at that time mm. and then once I started venturing into that and it, it that's where I really went hang on what what's this mm. all about I I had also had a very um, great interest in the energy body and had gone and done different courses in relate to um, healing the energy system and chakras and uh, and a few other things and it wasn't until later years after I'd had my first daughter that I was introduced to an opera singer and she was an amazing healer as well so I was really resonated to want to go and see her so I traveled like three hours to go see this lady and I sat down with her and she gave me this healing it was just amazing and at the end of it she said to me oh I've I've been working with a whole lot of sound healing therapy that I've been working with but I'm not supposed to use it I just need to pass it on to somebody oh so I, I sort of just sat on it for a couple of weeks and went, no, I have to go back and see her. I think she was talking about me. <laughs> so I went back and she said, oh, I knew you were going to come back. 
<laughs> so we went through, and that's where I did a lot of my vocal training. Yeah. And because I'd had uh, a lot of training in classical and, and operatic beforehand, so I could really resonate with what she was showing me in regards mm-hmm. with using it as a healing tool. And then two weeks later after that, she passed away. Oh. <laughs> so I... bumps again. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where my sort of journey really started off. And then I went off and I had a real interest in Tibetan singing bowls and then crystals and crystal singing bowls. And it just sort of has just grown. Mm. And I couldn't find that there was just one. I just loved it all. Mm. Uh, and even last year, I had made my first hoop drum which I actually played at the end of the meditation that I just did so did you say you made the drum yes really yes I made it so it was a a three-day process and to actually make it was 12 hours straight and we weaved the hide around so it was um, a Native American tradition where you actually go through and you birth your drum so you go through all the same process of birthing your own drum and so it's it was just it's amazing. a ceremony it was it really was and it was um, a whole lot of women and it was just beautiful so so this is the drum yeah so this oh. is the drum yeah that I, it looks a little bit like from the top like a tambourine it's kind of got that look I know it's yeah. not a tambourine but it's that kind of yeah, so and that's there. the string. Is that is that the twine? Is that so twine? that's the hide. So it's all made out of the the hide, and we weaved it for oh. for twelve hours. And yeah, so it was an amazing experience. Mm. So yeah, that's sort of been my last addition to. But I I do also use my keys as well quite a bit with when I'm running my. Do you mean a keyboard? Well. Yeah, yeah, so a keyboard. I think, I think you've done that, that I, in one of my cl- the classes yeah, I've attended. Yeah, so I do tend to use that a bit. I I actually have it set so that it's set at certain frequency as well when I'm working doing that as well. So you're talking about these frequencies, so it's almost mm-hmm. like there's a science behind the, it. And there really is. Uh, there's a really great book. Uh, so tuning forks. So tuning forks are purely made they're specifically made for certain frequencies for certain and um, a a lady in the US um, Elaine uh, McMaster her book is sorry I have it written down actually Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's called tuning the human biofield so she started off as just a massage therapist but a very like straight down the line uh, massage therapist very scientific based in in her, pro, uh, her approach and she just purchased these tuning forks and started using them within her massage mm. practice and started seeing profound effects so she actually has like a team of um, scientists where they actually do work on the body of how it can actually affect and and help to rebalance and and Mm. heal the body it's an amazing book it's definitely worth and it really the way that she's written it it's uh really breaks it down Mm. um so her surname sorry is elaine day uh uh, mm, oh sorry mustic yeah and i'll put that in the show notes yeah i'll i'll write it in i apologize that i haven't even said it properly that's okay that's okay but i I guess i'm fascinated that there's a science behind it so you know there's something happening on a scientific level but then just on almost like a pure pleasure 
yeah. you know I just sat here and I felt good yeah so you can you know you can just sit here and feel good can't you and if you feel good then you know it must be doing something good yeah really well, and that's I, I think that's really what it comes down to and even today like to have it where you really feel what it's about yes. really gives you an insight of rather than someone sort of saying to you oh yeah a whole lot of sounds and it makes you feel good mm. but when you can sit in that space and really experience it and, and feel what it does to the body mm. and it's you know I, I generally will ex explain it to people as it's like you know if you sat on like a big bass drum and someone was hitting it you would feel the vibrations mm. through it so everything that's around us from the way that we speak the way that we sing uh, music that we hear um, the sounds that come out of you know our air conditioner mm. or what they're, they're all based around different vibrations and frequencies that we hear and we take in mm. and the body responds to so and then there's all the stuff happening on an energy level as well. So yeah. there's so many different levels. Massively. Um, and so, you know, I'm talking about feeling good as, and as a mental health worker, if I'm feeling good, then I'm releasing or producing serotonin. Yep, so that's, right. that's what's happening on a chemical level. Yeah. So, um, you know, it is something that can be helpful for your mental health. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, like I, I look at myself that I, with with my own mental health mm. and and how you know i very rarely with anxiety and depression anymore and how it's been able to to rebalance those aspects mm. in myself and that i've been able it's it's a tool and you know even to to sing because one thing that i always get because i i'm also a vocal teacher and oh you've either got it or you don't mm -hmm. and it's such a huge misconception that it's all something that we have and can express and we can actually use it from a, as a mindful tool mm. uh, and really bringing us into that present state you know just to even just to pick one sound and just to sing that one sound you know it doesn't have to sound amazing or the next Beyonce it's just a sound and what it actually does is, is it brings you completely in the present moment mm. because you can't think and you can't feel as you sing at the same time. And they've actually proven that with brain scans, uh, with when you sing, that you can't do both at the same time. Mm. So, so what a beautiful mindfulness uh, tool. It's amazing. You're speaking my language now, <laughs> girl. <laughs> and you know, and, and it's great, you know, like I use it with my children all the time, mm. that I'll just get them to, to sing and it completely just shifts what's going on. And you don't have to understand what and why and how, no. but just to use it. And instantly, you know, like if you just sit there and just start going, ah, ah, and you continue to do that, before you know it, you'll find that you just feel centered. Yep. And there's nothing. So it, it's sound and music is an amazing Well, music tool. itself, you know, I'll put music on when I'm cooking dinner, you know, just throw Spotify on and just have the music playing. Yeah. Your mood just lifts immediately, doesn't it? Yeah, well, even I was reading an amazing article the other day uh, and it was about uh, an African tribe, um, Hindu African tribe, and before that they're going to conceive their child, the mother will actually sit under a tree and wait to hear the song of her child and then we'll go and teach it to 
the, the father and then they'll conceive the, the child and then they'll actually teach that song to the child and for whatever, and then the family around them will also learn that song. And it, it's, it's their song for, you know, for sickness, for health, uh, you know, when they're going through a new part in their life and they even use it when they're passing over. So all the family will sing around as they're passing over and sing their song so their to anchor. sing them and their anchor. Yeah, it's, oh. so, you know, and that, like, to me, when I read that, I just thought, oh, that's just beautiful. Mm. So, and, and you know, even um, a, a friend of mine the other day shared with me uh, in uh, like Swedish and, and Norway that they you know they use they they carry a uh, a chant that they use to, to bring their cattle and their their herds down from the mountain by using certain chants that the Vikings apparently did as well so it's something within tribes and centuries that we've just been doing and we do so naturally and it's just been suppressed in us that mm. it's not a natural so you know when anyone says to me oh I can't sing mm. you know if you can speak you can well, sing it's a limiting belief it you know, is isn't it? Yeah. everyone's got a voice so is that the idea if everyone's got a voice they can sing yeah well and you, you know you look at uh, you know African tribes or you know Aboriginal like I'm sure none of them go oh, I'm tone deaf <laughs> You know, it's just, it's part of life and ceremony and joy and... Acceptance. Yeah, there's just... And and I I think if we just embrace that aspect and really, you know... Mm. It's like when you're secretly singing in the shower or in the car, like how good you feel. It's that same concept. We're working on that same level and that mindfulness level. Mm. Yeah. Excellent. Was there anything else you wanted... Um, I run um, sessions, so I have got a, a website. So, uh, Soulistic Sounds is who I am, and I've got a website. So, soulisticsounds.com. Yep. So I'll list that in the show notes. You have a Facebook. Page uh, yeah, as and well. a, a Facebook page as well. And I have all the events that I run. So I do locally in Doreen. I once a fortnight in on a Sunday at seven thirty. I run a session. I've also started running once a month on a Wednesday morning as well in Doreen. And I also run uh, in other suburbs and things as well on different occasions. But they're my local sessions that I'm running. Beautiful. And I'll list all of that on the, um, on the, in the show notes as well. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming along and sharing your beautiful sounds. I'm feeling very calm off to teach a course tonight. So you put me in a very <laughs> calm state. You've taken me out of my head and, and uh, it's just been beautiful to listen and to have you share your craft. Very talented. And I'll have to get back me. to a class again. It's always that I'm too busy, I'm too busy. Yeah. But if you're too busy, you need to get there, don't you? Yeah. That's, that's the whole thing. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. No, well, thank thank you for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. If for any reason you have found the content of today's podcast triggering or distressing in any way, please consider accessing some professional support. Australian mental health telephone support numbers are listed in the show notes. You've been listening to the Mindful Life podcast with your host, Marianne Eve mental health social worker and mindfulness educator if you'd like further information or you'd like to connect 
feel free to make contact via Facebook or Instagram under the handle Mindful Life Podcast or via email mindfullifepodcast at gmail.com.